Welcome to the Grow, Create, Sip podcast, where we chat about growing and creating your own herbal medicine from common herbs, as well as how to craft tasty herbal infusions. This podcast is available on all podcast players, along with the video version on YouTube. Every week, we will take some of your questions as our topic of the week and get you the answers that you are looking for. Feel free to leave questions below this video, or if you are listening to our podcast, send them to us at howdy at farmhousetees.com. Good morning, I'm Sian. Hi, I'm Paul. And today we're gonna chat about some elderberry questions. Elderberry questions today, huh? Yeah, yeah, but first, first. A little gonna... housekeeping thing well, to do? not housekeeping yet, but um, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Up to my ears in orders. <laughs> we had uh, we had a little speaking uh, of elderberries, huh? <laughs> yeah, a little jump start on the season here with a big huge sale that was anticipated but not anticipated right, in terms right. of volume. Like we had it on our sales schedule, but we weren't quite expecting as many orders that netted us our largest day ever. Yeah, pretty crazy. Beat last Cyber Monday, which was huge. Yeah, and last Black Friday, yep. which are typically known as the biggest shopping days of the year, even for us. Yeah. Yep, so we beat that out. We had our largest week ever. It didn't just last one day. Right. And we're still seeing some of that. And we're in our second biggest month ever. And we're looking at maybe beating our biggest month ever. Maybe. We'll see. You're maybe. hoping that. No, right? I don't yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> okay. But but the point <laughs> is is I've been up to my yeah. ears in orders oh, and <laughs> and we're getting through them and we're getting your orders out. So yeah. you know. It's, uh, by the time this video comes out, we'll be caught up. Yeah, hopefully. should be caught up by then. Just in time for some other things. Yeah, so. just in time. Um, but that's not the only thing you've been doing. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, I've been working on this chicken coop. Yeah, yeah, I hear them back there. So you can't see it in the video, and you probably can't hear them, but they are just right behind us. Yep, meat birds are growing fast. We were under pressure all week with orders, but we we're also under pressure from the chickens. Yeah, they needed out Yeah, they went from little peepers to like big peepers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so yep. they needed out of there. Yeah, they need more space. They kept filling up their water with shavings and their food with shavings and burying yep. themselves in shavings. They're very happy on the grass right now. Yeah. Yep. So. You've been busy. I know it's like two things, but yeah. two well, giant things. What about you? What have you yeah. been doing? Well, I've been buried in all those orders too, because yeah. many of you know that I do write uh, notes on them all. You're like the parentheses, like <laughs> like you get the all the chatting and all the questions when the orders are coming in. Yeah, I'm and on then the you're live the, chat. Yeah, and then you're on the secret yeah. sauce on the other end, writing the notes to everybody. Yeah. So you get it. You and get so, it all on the ends. Yeah, and because of all of the influx of orders we moved the shipping department to our living room <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not good in there right now so yeah i've been doing less housekeeping and more shipping in the house <laughs> it shows <laughs> yeah. yeah so you know we're focused yeah. on that and some things are falling behind it's a little overwhelming right now yeah but we're by the time this comes out we'll probably be caught up so, yeah just a few more days yeah so um, we do have a couple of housekeeping things. So. Okay. Yeah. What do you want to start with? Um, 
So some exciting news. I think we'll start with the new news. Okay. Um, last week we talked about the Modern Homesteading Conference in Idaho. In June of yeah. 2023. Next year, yeah, next yeah. June, that Melissa Norris is hosting, and Joel Salatin will be there, and Daniel Salatin will be there. Um, those are the big draws, but there would be lots of Pacific Northwest homesteaders. Yeah, and one in particular. Oh, and us. Yeah, hey. <laughs> and us. I was getting there. I was getting there. But the big news with that is, because all that wasn't new news last, since last week, but the new news is that we're going to be hosting a kombucha workshop there. Yeah. And I will be speaking on stage <laughs> for the very first time ever. So this is new for me. Um but we're going to be talking about all things kombucha, especially um, our topic last week on how to know if your scoby help. is moldy. Yeah. And what a scoby is and how to brew kombucha and why why to brew it. So yep. that will be exciting for me. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be pretty intense. Yeah. What else yeah. we got? Um, and coming up even sooner in, on September 12th. Mm -hmm. I just want to remind everyone that we have the School of Traditional Skills Summit. So we talked about the uh, School of Traditional Skills Summit last week yep, in our and podcast. Yeah, that's coming up fast because that's September 12th. Yep. So by the time this video comes out, that'll be about two-ish weeks. Yeah. And I would emphasize it's an online summit. So online. anybody and out anybody there, anybody, and it's yeah. free. And it's free. Yep. So okay. there's going to be a lot of big names there. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. And it's online, and they're going to talk about all things homesteading, but in a deep dive kind of situation. So not like a fly-by YouTube video, but like an in-depth um, topics like turning. Joel Solitan is going to talk about turning, maybe not so great soil into fabulous soil so you can buy more affordable farmland um, melissa norris is going to talk about the uh growing of stuff in a colder climate because you know she's way up there in northern washington so deep dive stuff like that yep yep so make sure and get signed up we will have a link in the podcast notes mm -hmm. and you can find those at growcreatesip.com and then um, click on podcast and look for episode number two. All right. Yep. Good. What else yep. do we got? Um, when this video comes out, we're going to be launching something. The uh, Apple Box? Yeah, our Autumn Apple Box. So some of you grabbed that last year. This year it's going to be a little bit different, but the same theme. Mm -hmm. It's all about apples. So we have some yummy looking stuff upstairs. Yeah, it's getting pretty interesting yeah, up I'll there. Hopefully be photographing that today and getting it on the okay. website. So when this yep. video comes out, that'll all be up. Pressure's on. Yep, and our apple fall tea sale, because all of our fall teas, our chais, our apple cider fixin' tea. Oh yeah, big that's popular all, one. Yeah, yeah, that's all gonna be on sale this week when this video comes out um, from August, I don't have a calendar, August 20, what's Monday, 28th? Something like that. August 28th through September 2nd, I think is when the sale is running. And then on August 31st is, is drum roll, birthday sale for our company. We are known as Farmhouse Teas, but we weren't always known as Farmhouse Teas. Nope, we had a different name when we started. Yep. Um, our official farm name is St. Fiacra's Farm, and St. Fiacra is a patron saint of gardeners. Mm -hmm. As we sit in our garden, you can see why we picked that, that name. And so his feast day is, don't pull them down. <laughs> 
Speaking of picking. Yeah, for those of you on the podcast who can't see what the farmer's doing, he's trying to knock down my bean tunnel that we're sitting under. <laughs> and he grabbed a snack. Are you eating that bean in the microphone? Yeah, it was making crunchy noises. Sorry. <laughs> um, so he just pulled the bean off one of our bean trellises that we're sitting underneath. And um, you now you have me distracted. So anyway, the, the Feast of St. Fiacre is on August 31st. And we have a big sale. And we have a big site-wide sale. So mm -hmm. if you are not on our email list, you should be. And yeah. we'll give you all the details for that. Um, if you're watching this or listening after, we have that every year. So stick it on your calendar. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Shall we dive into this week's questions? Okay. I'm ready. You're I ready think. to ask him. <laughs> Elderberries. Elderberries. Yeah, with that sale that we had that we're kind of buried under right now, we had lots of elderberry questions, and probably right. we'll have more here in the coming weeks as everyone yep. gets their packages. So. Yep. All right. So are we ready for the first question? Okay. The first question <laughs> on the list is, can I make small batches or single servings of elderberry syrup mix? Yeah, so we sell plain elderberries, and right. then we sell a, an elderberry syrup mix that has some extra herbs in it, mm -hmm. and there are directions for that. And so we often get asked, do I have to make the whole bag? Right. And yeah. and you can either use the elderberry syrup mix, which has the different herbs right. in it, or you can just use straight elderberries? Yeah, or just straight elderberries. Okay. So if you have your own and you're harvesting them now, like we have some fresh ones on the farm right now that we're harvesting. You can yep. use those, you can get them anywhere else. You don't have to use our our elderberries or right. our mix. So yep. um, this question, or the answer to this question would actually work for everybody. I don't have to use our bag mix because you know you make a big batch of elderberry syrup and maybe you don't use it all or you're not planning on using it all um, or you have a lot of elderberries that you need to make in the syrup and you have just way more than you're going to use right now fresh so um can you take make single servings yeah so what i always recommend is that you make the full batch or standard batch and then you can um because there's raw honey and there's raw apple cider vinegar and those benefits disappear if you cook those things oh that you pour the cooled off syrup into ice cube trays oh. and you flash freeze them and then you pop them out of the ice cube trays and store them in a Ziploc and then you can take out a single serving cool. or as many servings as you want. I never thought of that. Out of the freezer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can't, you, you need to do like the whole batch, but you can preserve it in single servings. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, you could technically make one serving probably, but it'd be more like a cup of tea. And it sounds like a lot of work. And it would be a lot of work for just every single time you needed one. Yeah, because when you make the syrup, don't you like cook it down from like a, down. down into almost like yeah. a decoction yeah. or something? The other option would be to take that and just drink a tea, but it's not going to be as strong because right. it doesn't cook down. Yeah, elderberry syrup is pretty yeah, strong. The syrup any kind of an herbal syrup is going to be stronger than a tea, but that's mm -hmm. also an option. You could also drink it as tea. Now our elderberry syrup kit's not formulated for drinking as tea in regards to flavor. Mm -hmm. So I can't guarantee what that would taste like. Yeah. Um, there's some echinacea in there, so that doesn't always make the best cup of tea or okay. flavor. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
I think we had another question on there that had to do with preserving elderberries, didn't we? Yeah, so there is another question about on the list today about preserving um, elderberry syrup mix, and it's, it's can I can it? Yes, we get yeah. that one all the time, and I'm going to dig in even deeper to that on a blog post. Oh, we'll, okay. We'll link down. So can I can it? In the show notes. Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> all right. Can, can. Um, but you're not going to want to put the raw honey and raw apple cider vinegar in it. I see. Yeah, because when you can it, it kills the, it just, the rawness. Yeah. It's not raw anymore, and that's where all the benefits to those things are. Interesting. So, yeah. so you're going to either need to, and this is what I need to put in the blog post, is because I'm not 100% sure you can do this this way, and I'm going to dig into it. You need to can it without sweetener. I see. Um, which should be fine, but I'm going to double check that. And then I'm what? sure that that's right for for canning procedures in terms of acidity and sugars and I all see. of that. Yeah. So I'm the details. details. Yeah. Um, that's kind of a lot to dive into here. Yeah. The other option is to use sugar. And you know how much I love sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So I let don't me do sugar. But you could do sugar. Let me ask this. If you canned it, and maybe you don't know this one, but if you canned it unsweetened, yeah. can you sweeten it when you use it? Right. That that's my, my theory, which I will research and put in a blog post is right. that if you can just the juice so you're basically canning elderberry juice right when you can can juice without all the other stuff yeah um and then when you want to use it you would add the raw honey and the raw apple cider vinegar right. yep and then, and then they're still raw way. yeah so mm -hmm. if you're in a pinch and you have a lot of like fresh elderberries and you want to um put those up and not dehydrate them because you know i would i'm drying ours and that's my preference yep. is to dehydrate them and use them when I need them because I'm not a canning fan mm -hmm. of much of anything just because I don't like the process but you can add the stuff later um, but you can can it with sugar why don't you like canning because you have to stand there and watch the pressure cooker or in this case you water bath can and it's a very scientific process. It's back to that again. Time. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a There's, whole lot of room for artistic endeavor. You don't like rules. You like guidelines. I like guidelines. Yeah. Like canning, you okay. Really There's a careful. lot of rules. Yeah. But dehydrating, I can kind of just chuck them in there. <laughs> and then just check on them every once in a while. Just check on them. And, and yeah, I don't have to worry about all the safety issues so much with that. There's a yeah. sense to worry about. Okay. All right. Good enough. Yeah. I just was curious about that. <laughs> Hey, I don't, I don't make any bones about it. I'm not, I'm not a canner, which is why that blog post will be coming later, because I'm going to research have to it figure and that ask out. my friends in the homesteading world about the best method for doing that, because they are the pros there okay. with the canning. All right, part. ask an expert. Yeah, if you got dehydrating <clears throat> questions, leave them in the comments, and we'll do that on another podcast. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. What's All the right. next one? Well, you have the list. Okay. <laughs> Well, this one, uh, this next question kind of switches gears a little bit, and it's how much elderberry syrup should I take? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, at least here in the States, everyone's used to kind of a pharmaceutical-minded idea right. of taking... One pill once a day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, herbs don't really force an action so much as they support the body mm -hmm. just in normal health. Okay. So... 
we can't diagnose anything. We don't have any patients. Um, we're just providing a, a dry mix here on the farm. Right. Um, there are some benefits to elderberries, but um, elderberries are considered a food more than anything. It'd be like a blueberry or like a strawberry. And so we know that blueberries and strawberries also have lots of vitamins and minerals and antioxidants and elderberries are just kind of a super berry. Mm -hmm. And so we want to use them kind of the same way. And um, in the medicinal world, Dr. Jones says to use herbs early, often, and after. Early, often, and after. Yeah. So early with elderberries would be, you kind of want to... Um, just work them into your diet on maybe a daily basis, a little bit here and there. And if you don't do that, maybe a good strategy would be like, okay, we're heading into cold and flu season, start incorporating it, or right. or I, I notice people around me starting to get sick. Right. So time to start taking the elderberry that's syrup. Probably where the often comes in is if you're noticing those things, you're going to want to do it more often. Right. Um, for instance, in the spring, a lot of people will take nettles before spring gets here to help boost the body when allergy allergies season, show up allergy season comes if you don't use those before you need them they don't tend to work mm -hmm. because you're just boosting your body with all those vitamins and minerals to help just defend those allergens or defend off fend off those allergens okay so um, that that part of the equation like how much but then like what's the for lack of a better word, what's a dose size? Like, do yeah, I need like to a, drink a whole cup of it or <laughs> or a spoonful or well, what? Well, it is a food. So you could drink a whole cup of elderberry tea. You could drink a whole cup of syrup, though. You know, if you drink a whole cup of maple syrup, you might have a stomachache. <laughs> yeah. So I would think if you drink a whole cup of this, you might have You a probably wouldn't feel too. very so good. Generally, like, you know, if you're a child, it's like a teaspoon. Or an adult, it's like a tablespoon. Okay. Yeah. So what we do around here so, is, is like little shot glasses, right? Right. So we have a stash of shot glasses and it's not because we drink hard liquor. <laughs> right. It's because we put our, our doses of extra boosting berries and other things in those glasses as a measurement. So a shot glass is about an ounce. Yeah. And we usually do half an ounce and then we put water in it. Yeah. And a shot glass works great because like there's six of us in the house, so you just line up six cups, <laughs> right. dose them all, and everybody gets. Those are know. the only kind of shots we do. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 So, um, and we we'll have a blog post that dives deeper into the dosage. Okay. In the show notes, um, because it's based on weight. So you know, my favorite answer to questions is. It depends. It depends, and it does because. You know, a two-year-old is not going to need as much elderberry as you do. Right. Right. And then it also depends on, on that um, often factor. Right. Yeah. Like if you're in summer right now, maybe you're not taking any. But as we ramp up to fall, that often might become more often. Right. And then we don't want to forget the after. The mm. after part is that, you know, if you're not feeling well and you're taking it often and then you feel well, but you're maybe a week after you feel better, mm -hmm. your body's still recovering. Yeah, so, you've been taken down a notch or two, so it's time to build it back up again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so don't like just quit when you feel better. Make sure right. you take it after. Yeah. yeah, cool. Okay, so this question is related to the previous question as to how much should I take mm -hmm. in that this time the question is 
how do I get my children to take elderberry syrup mix? <laughs> well, we don't so much have that problem with ourselves. Right. Um, we have a special situation. But, you know, those shot glasses help because those are cool. Yeah. Well, and I think the other, the, one of the things that helps for us, and this is like a 30,000 foot view of the, of the thing, is that our kids have never really been subjected to lots of sugary type foods and so i don't like sugar <laughs> yeah for and well, it doesn't like me it's not that i don't like the sugar but it has so many bad effects right <laughs> yeah but one of those things one of the things that sugar does in my opinion of course is is that it makes it hard for you to um tolerate strong flavors that aren't sugary right it kind of messes with your palate so that when you experience like the actual flavor of the food maybe it's too strong because sugar yeah. kind of whitewashes a lot, lot of things, things. <laughs> and if you're used to using a lot of it or buying processed food that has a lot of sugar in it it really doesn't have a lot of flavor they really bank on that sugar because it's cheaper yeah to make things with yeah, so that's the big view is like, right. what, are you, what are you accustomed to eating? And it helps when you're not uh, used to eating right. lots of sugary so then, things. So when you get a shot glass of honey sweetened elderberry syrup, it actually tastes good because the amount of sweet stuff around here is limited. Right. Yeah, so that helps. And then I had, I, we have another idea on the blog because it's a really popular thing right now, especially in the herbal world, is that we have some gummies. Oh, yeah. We have some elderberry syrup gummies, a recipe, not the actual gummies. <laughs> yeah, so you can give your kid a few of those and then it becomes fun because right. now it's like candy. Right, so after you make your syrup, you can turn them into gummies. And then if you're using grass-fed gelatin, you're going to give me a hard time. How do I say that? It says you mean when you, the gelatin eats grass? <laughs> right, yeah. No. Grass-fed so, gelatin. Gelatin. Okay, now you've distracted me. Who eat grass and not green. <laughs> Just sitting here trying to imagine gelatin like out in the pasture, like eating grass. Anyway, so if you add that when you make your gummies, don't don't use conventional. I don't even like that word. Don't use non-grass-fed gelatin. <laughs> Unbelievable. And don't use jello. Don't use jello. Not um that reminds me, like, and but I keep... you get the extra benefit. I'm changing, changing the subject. Yeah, you are. And I'm going to change the subject okay. one more time. I still want to know how they milk an almond. <laughs> I just don't get that part. Okay. Anyway, how do you get your children That'd to... Be uh experience. <laughs> under what? Okay, we've digressed. Okay. Um, so how do I get my children to... Take their elderberry yeah. syrup mix. So, you know, you could try the shot glass thing and see if that's just cool enough. Right. Um, the gummies would be my go-to. So, and then maybe just working on what they're used to having. I mean, they're used to eating M&Ms and Skittles and Reese's peanut butter cups. And by the way, that brings up another sort of health, <laughs> a health-related topic, and that is if you're taking elderberry syrup to prevent colds, but still eating uh, yeah. junk food, yeah. it's kind of worthless to take the elderberry syrup mix. Yeah. Right? So, because lots of sugary stuff 
increases your chances of getting colds and flus. So cut right. that stuff out, well, add off, the elderberry syrup. The sugar turns off your immune system. Yeah. And elderberries are known to be an immune booster. Yep. And if you're turning it off, the elderberries just can't even fight with that. They're not going to turn it back on for you. You, yeah. have, to, you have to get You're supporting the something that's not there. Right, because again, we're, we're not forcing an action with herbs. We're supporting the body. And if you turn it off with what you're doing beforehand, it's, you know, you got to... Make sure it's on before you give a boost to it. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. So good point. Yeah, but it you know work on the kids' uh, ability to appreciate different flavors yep. of things and cut back on the sugar because they'll always pick the skittle over the elderberry. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. A little red skittle pill is a lot funner than yeah. Yeah. elderberry so syrup. It's probably like a whole nother podcast for another right. day is like diet foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before adding herbs. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Well, okay. I think that probably covers it today. So still coming up, I don't know how many videos we'll have out before this one comes out. Um, we're still working on a lemon verbena video. Yeah, that stuff is still growing out there. We weren't expecting to have our largest sales day ever when we put out the last podcast. Yeah. So we didn't get to the lemon verbena no. video. No, or a garden update. And that one may need to come out first because this is we're sitting here. I'm looking at tomatoes that are like, yeah, it, it's starting to look not very pretty and very fall-like here. And some of the things are about done. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's amazing what a week will do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that is all on the agenda as soon as we get all the orders caught up. And just as a quick reminder, as we sign off, this week is our big fall sale. Mm -hmm. um, all of our fall teas, if you're a chai fan, now's the time to stock up on chai. Yep. Our apple cider fixin' um, tea is super popular, and that'll be coming out. Our apple box and then our birthday sale on August 31st, 2022, for those of you listening at a later date. And if... You want more details on all this stuff and you want to be kept in the loop, make sure you get on our subscriber list. Yep, on our email list. Yep. Yep. Um, or hit subscribe on YouTube if you're watching the video version of this. And if you're listening, it'll be in the show notes. Right on. Yep. All, all right. right. So that about wrap, wraps it up for us today, I guess, huh? Yep. So if you didn't take notes on elderberries, don't worry. We're going to have all of those done for you in yep. the show notes, either down below or head on over to growcreatesip.com and click on podcast on the top and look for episode number two. There are all the links we mentioned and all the blog posts that we talked about that have more in-depth information on elderberries. All right. Sounds good. So with that, we're going to head on back into the tea studio and start packing orders. Oh, wait, we got to eat breakfast first. Yeah, let's do that. We'll eat breakfast, and then we'll go finish packing orders. So All right. we will catch you next week. Thanks All right. for stopping by the farm. Yep, thanks. Bye. Bye.